Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Shift. Um, this week's episode is with Derek Drescher and Kate Robard. And we recorded this, God, over two weeks ago. So I, I had intended to put it up on Sunday or Monday. Um, but uh, as usual, I am always late. Uh, with everything so uh, it's coming up today and also but I am on top of things in regards to I already recorded three episodes um and they're already in the bank and two of them are already up on patreon so patreon forward slash the shift podcast if you want to get the episodes early and if you want to get the video and then there's solo episodes as well up there so that's really exciting that I feel a little bit on top of things um also just before I get into the introduction of this episode um I want to let you guys know that I will be in Hudson Valley. I will be upstate in November, so check my link tree for that. I will be in Houston, uh, Texas, 2nd of December, so also check my link tree. And in January, I will be... Oh, no, sorry. It was meant to be January, but now it's uh, December 29th uh, for Ireland, Crackdown, um, doing my solo show. It's kind of early, but uh, yeah, if you're able to come, that'd be great. Uh, but I know it's not like the best timing, but I decided to change my flights to get back to... New York for New Year's and it was also just way cheaper like the flights are crazy uh, so we're going earlier coming back early so hopefully you guys can come and then um other than that um we're gonna release my special next week on YouTube so we recorded that and taped that over a year ago if you listen to the album the special is gonna have they're like the video element of it is gonna have the crowd work up top and it's gonna have extra jokes that weren't in the album so uh, yeah please go over or even if you don't want to watch it just go over and rate review all that stuff that really helps so thank you so much I really appreciate it if you can do that and my don't tell which if you're based in Ireland and you don't know what don't tell is it's um or if you're American and you don't know or if you're anywhere but uh it's basically they have like a big subscription on YouTube and they ask comedians to do like 10 minute sets and so it's kind of like a mini special or like a very short um special but that's out on there don't tell if you want to check it out and um yeah I need to for anybody who's already commented on it and I really appreciate it I just haven't had time to get around and be like I literally need to sit down and just like write thank you to everybody um but yeah so that's all brilliant and as usual thanks for your support um this episode again like I said we recorded two weeks ago um it's with Kate Robards and uh Derek Drescher and Kate and Derek are in a relationship. They're two comedians. They talk about that. They talk about being divorced and um, kind of uh, meeting each other on the comedy scene, moving in together. And uh, Derek has been to prison. So he talks about that too. And uh, Kate talks about meeting his family. And yeah, just um lovely, lovely couple. And make sure to follow them everywhere. So I was really delighted to have them on. And 
and the first 20 minutes we kind of touch a little bit on politics now again we recorded this two weeks ago so um with everything that's going on things are constantly changing and more information is coming out so I do know I did quote Aoife in English on something but I'm not 100% sure that's exactly what she said so just a heads up but I was just saying how good she is at articulating um her feelings with what's going on and to make sure to follow her and um you know comment on her stuff she's just brilliant but also she does have whatever she said she has in a little bubble on her highlighted stories and so yeah just in case I misquoted her I can't remember if I had said exactly what she said but I just want to make sure that that's clear to go check and um, but yeah she's absolutely brilliant so um make sure to follow her as well and then slightly touching on it and it was in the context of uh two weeks ago and um, but other than that I love you all and I hope you're well and uh, but the main thing is follow Derek follow Kate uh Derek Drescher Kate Robards absolutely fantastic comics fantastic couple and hopefully they have their own podcast and uh, please rate review as usual please um that helps a lot and share to your friends and uh yeah so uh the next few episodes uh, that are already recorded are on uh, patreon and they're a lot of fun and i'm excited to get your feedback on that and please as well if you have any advice you want you know in terms of dating sex mental health comedy whatever the usual topics we talk about like feel free to write and i'll ask comedians or if there's guests that you want that you'd want to hear on this also, when I'm back in Ireland, I can always do a couple of episodes with some Irish people. So um, if there's someone that you're like, oh, I'd really love to hear them on the shift, let me know and I'll reach out and see if that's a possibility. Um, or I could always do it over Zoom, too. Uh, and, yeah, no, and, you know, uh, as always. Um, ah, yeah, that's it. I love you. OK, bye. Well, like I said, I just use the, the C word. <laughs> the C word's the best. Um, but as a source of pride, I got into a fight with girls recently at a bachelorette party because I was like, you fucking cunts. And this girl goes, I am not a cunt. I was like, I'm a cunt. You're a cunt. We're all cunts. Yeah, like, we are an so, <laughs> I'm Irish. I mean, that yeah. word. I'm an O'Toole. That word is, uh, are you, know you really an O'Toole? O'Toole? My mom is toll and her last, they were O'Tolls and they uh, came here and people were um, yeah. derogatory to the Irish. So they dropped it and b- tried to like become American. So it's the yes. toll. Her name is toll. Her that happens, last name. That happened in England so much as well. So there's like loads of uh, English people who were actually Irish, but they didn't know. And so it was just because they like try to assimilate and they were like, oh, hello, I am also British yeah. <laughs> because there was so much anti-Irish sentiment. My mom is Margaret Toll. And so it would have so been like Margaret O'Toole. O'Toole. O'Toole yeah. is like the origin of the ancestry. Were you raised Catholic? I went to Catholic school. I was raised just like every religion in the South. So like Baptist, <laughs> Episcopalian, Presbyterian. They were just like, um, we'll just keep, you You guys really assimilated. <laughs> well, it just had a single mom. So she's like, whatever church is yeah. feeding you tonight, you know, Aww. you're going to go. I love that. Yeah. That's that's a, the best way to go. But I love Catholicism because it's all witchcraft. It's like. Especially the Irish. The Irish are just pagans pretending to be Catholics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Irish Catholics, yeah. Yeah, that's... yeah. But here, people who are Catholics are way more Catholic than us. I'm like, I did not go to Catholic school. I did not. And then I went to a, a secondary school that was like, I guess, non-denominational. I never thought about it. Uh, and it wasn't until I was talking to my friends there. And they're like, that's crazy. We didn't even think. And I was like, yeah, we had we had a. Um, a room that was a meditation room and the priest would come but he would give meditation he wouldn't do like a mass because mm. there was people of different religions <gasps> and people were like wow that's, that's so, so respectful yeah but I, and then i'm always like what do people think of ireland do they think i just grew up in like a church <laughs> yeah i mean that's what i always thought about ireland i thought that you guys were like you, you like drank boxed and went to church like that's just like watching martin mcdonough plays <laughs> you know I i'm like everything. Yeah. it's like alcohol violence 
Yeah. Um, or like in the name of the father. Yeah. You see that movie I think I saw it when I was small. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Ireland but was. it's also like this. It's the same timeline as when you guys would have been. So I feel like you guys watch those movies or watch Dairy Girls and think that's like today. Right. But it's not. It's like Dairy Girls is the 90s or I'm, I don't know when the name of the father is, but I feel like it could have been the 50s. Well, yeah, it was. I think it was <laughs> probably set back probably in the 70s or the 80s. But I, mean, I, I think you guys would be like drinking beer and then an explosion would go off. And then... Well, that's Martin McDonough. That was the <laughs> yeah. Civil War. And I think people <laughs> look at that and be like, yeah, I knew they didn't have dishwashers or whatever. And it's like, no, that's like set back in um, the so 19 There's no more 20s. troubles anymore? Is there uh, still troubles? No. <laughs> I mean, I there's, there's been peace for a, a long time. That's why I think, like, well, firstly, I'm sure for people who live up the north now with, like, Brexit and stuff, there's yeah. their, their politicians, a lot of them haven't been in government for a while. There's a bit of controversy going up there, but there's no troubles. Um, the peace uh, came after the Oma bombings, which is where Aaron's from, by the way. Oh, really? uh, yeah, yeah, and something like that. I feel so Irish. Going to listen and be like, "Katie, get your facts straight." I have a book of <laughs> Irish history over here, <laughs> but uh, that yeah. you did not write. Huh? That you did not write. No, no, but I'm going <laughs> to read because I feel sometimes when I'm here and I'm explaining things to people, I'm like, ah, it happened. Like, but no, it, I remember. Like, I was small when the the last big bombs happened. That they were like, "Fuck, we got to get a piece." So the politicians they have now are younger. So. They, I guess they're they're more in tune to like not wanting to continue to live that way and change, right? I don't know. I think some some people say that there's a party there that's like pretty anarchist. I don't really know because I don't follow the politics enough, or I do just of the south. Mm-hmm. But they were saying there might be a full Ireland soon, um, but it's more to benefit. I'll kick the English mm-hmm. out. They won't kick them out. That's the They've thing. Been our, our our prime minister, the the Taoiseach, said that if they. Do, so there's like presidents and Catholics. That's where the yeah, and then the presidents the are divide. like kind of like support England or whatever. Right. Um, and the Catholics were a minority for a long time, but they did say that if they couldn't beat them in government, they'd beat them with the pram. I'm fucking up the quote, but basically mm-hmm. they just had babies and babies and babies to and stop being a minority. Yeah. yeah. So technically, actually, same if, here. Like yeah. all the Catholics I know have yeah. a million kids. It's they a, don't believe in birth control. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also just like a great plan. Um, right. But uh, then I guess uh, the so KKK has the same one. Like, they're oh, just like they? yeah, they're just like you know, uh, propagate. We're gonna. They don't oh exist anymore, do they? Being from rural Texas, I beg to did, differ. Wait, hold on. Whoa. You've seen them before? Did you did you see them growing up? No, they don't still do the like white sheets. But my friend is a school teacher in the rural South, and she's like, I have a girl in my class named Ari, and I go, that's such a cute name. She's like, no, it's short for Aryan Nation. Jesus. Oh, wow. And the school district is like predominantly black. Well, Ari is a Jewish a little, name. But they're too. also like the if they white like girl. Aryan Nation, none of them are from. A lot of them aren't even from. A lot of them aren't tall, Swedish-looking. Right. It's so mm-hmm. right. confusing. Right. It is I hate, confusing. And that's the same with, like, and I'm not going to get into what's going on now, but mm. to touch a little bit, every time I read people's posts, I'm like, I'm confused because and it, it feels like that sort of stuff. Do you well, know? that's why as a, you know, a white woman who looks like I'm going to call the cops on anybody <laughs> yeah. at any moment, I just like the good thing is nobody's looking to me for the answers to the yeah. world cri- right. you know it's like i just share like my friends who are from there and who have like really articulated like good points and i'm like oh I, that's the least i can do and yeah obviously i'm always gonna be like peace but it's easy for me to say that sitting here like a beauty queen like, answer i want yeah. world yeah. peace yeah. I have my, like i have my my thoughts on it but like i just keep them to myself yeah I mean? like as a jew i mean yeah are you jewish Jew- yeah <laughs> He's got his uh, Hebrew Yankees hat. Yeah. Oh, so when you were saying that earlier, then it was okay for you to say that. 
when I said the Jewish slur. Oh, little hats. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't. I mean, I guess there are Jews who like don't like being Jewish. That the Jewish community doesn't like. Wait, who are those? Like Seth Rogen. What do you mean they don't like him? Some some like Israeli Jews don't like him because he's like I'll never live in in Israel. I mean, but that's yeah. I think- well, Israeli Jews don't really, they don't, they're not fond of American Jews. Yeah, because they look at us like we're weak, because you know they they grew up and they had to really fight for what they have there, and everybody goes into the military and they look at American Jews like, oh my god. Yeah. What do I, why do I want to get involved? My you know I mean? Israeli friend who I'm uh, working on a project with. I love her, with, Vered. She's um, amazing. It's her birthday, but she always tells me, she's like, they love you in Israel. You come to Israel, they love you. You get so much attention from men. I'm like, what do you think I want to, <laughs> like, she's like, I bring you to Israel. The men love you. I'm just like, mm. It does seem like a Not pyramid it. scheme, though. Not, it's, right. like, yeah. it's like the whole, like, Bert right and come here and stay and be in the army and... Like it is very. There's no like I'm living here, and there's no like if I have kids, come back to Ireland, be in Sinn Fein, IRA. Do you know yeah, what I mean? There's no yeah. like, it's a it is a is a strange thing as a person who's outside it, who's of neither religions, um, to look at. And I followed the history or the history. Did you hear me? Sorry, the news for, for a long time there, just because. Uh, it's been going on for a long time. Yeah, and I, I mean, feel like, do you know what? I feel like Ireland newspapers have reported on it for a long time. Interesting. And I think I was reading it the whole time with this sort of different perspective. And I f- saw what my friends are sharing who are sharing from Jewish influencers or whatever. And I'm kind of going, oh my God, my Palestinian friends do not think that. I don't know why this narrative has <laughs> been pushed. Right, right. And then, but you know what I'm thinking? They're not seeing, or they don't have Palestinian friends, or maybe they're seeing the extreme, like people are getting different newses. Well, it's propaganda. I'm literally, so I work um, for kids TV. This is like neither here nor there, but we're doing this media literacy program because on the internet, there's like, like finding your original sources. You don't have the same like b- like checking your book title or encyclopedia now. So it's like you can get news from TikTok, but what's the original video that people are reposting? Like, yeah. you know, if it's coming through your channel or whatever. But those are things that we just haven't learned as a society yeah. and as a culture. So you're like like even, you know, there there used to be like certain media outlets that had permission to go to war zones and now it's just like any rogue person with a camera, which is great. It, yeah, but then it's like which ones have bias and which ones like yeah. what is the real thing? And people are also making money on YouTube of so saying like I'm on the ground floor. This is just because I've been studying it, but they're like it's old footage, right? And so you see that and you don't know like, oh, this original footage actually happened ten months ago. Or ten years ago. Or ten years ago. It's yeah. it's, it's I think it's something as well that it's going to take a really long time. Um, I mean, tickets are cheap to Israel right now, though, so... (laughs) So should we go? (laughs) I don't want to go anywhere. I got to America. The Mediterranean is beautiful. (laughs) Do you have your green card? Are you a citizen? I have a green card, yeah, yeah. But also not a citizen, so like that's why it's also like... um, And I think, too, like, I've seen some people post about some of the the protests, and I was like, oh, no, I don't think my friends mean that, which is interesting where there's a different narrative being pushed, and I was like, oh, God, they definitely don't mean that, but that's... But I was... There's always going to be people who are, like, extreme on both sides. Yeah, and it's like, I think if you just sit down and talk... But anyway, no, but what I was going to say is that as someone is not... sing a song. Yeah. And kumbaya. Irish jig. Yeah, hold hands. But But as someone who's not a citizen, it's quite scary to think. Like, I would would have, like, a lot of opinions as well. Right. Firstly, my voice isn't important in the matter. Right. That's why I just screenshot and share other people's. Because um, <laughs> they're here more articulate. They come from those places. Right, right. Which I feel like a lot of people who are here who are not from 
those places are having massive opinions and i think it's like i think only the voices that should Don't be heard are for the people who are yeah who grew up or know what but uh but yeah someone who's not a citizen it's it's quite scary uh to to because you you could i mean like i, I believe a lot of the conspiracy th- theories you can be targeted and you can be like you know booted out of, or my friend just mm-hmm. ever since she started posting about palestine um just an irish girl which actually shout out if in english people go comment on her stuff and go go share her post because it's not fair to all they of a sudden uh well she's she shared her uh insights and all of a sudden it was like um Dead. like barely any compared to and mm-hmm. you don't make money off instagram in ireland so she's constantly putting out free content and here's the thing she put out like poems about it like she made poems and she put out being at a protest but specifically said in the post and i screenshot it because i thought it was really beautiful but i didn't share it but i was like oh this is like a really good use of language she was like i just want to let people know i'm at this protest it's, i'm not against any israeli but right now the war is a lot of civilians are dying and they don't have an equal chance here. We need a ceasefire and that will help the hostages. And I think that it, this is going too far and humanitarian aid, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's pretty fair. So and she's through not, a poem? She said all that in a poem? No, that was just on oh. her. She did do a poem too, but she okay, hasn't, I, I, I like, follow her all the time. So she hasn't said anything that was like, kill all, whatever. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything or it wasn't like, like, because I think there's versions of pro-Palestine now which is people are getting fired like a caa executive got fired for posting things and there was a bunch of students who like i forget was it retracted yeah yeah, harvard they like did this whole what did they do they they wrote this letter they wrote a letter to you know that's the good education they're like yeah they wrote a letter letter to some people who were above (laughs) them and then to the president of the university what what ended up happening they started getting like blacklisted they're like no jobs will hire them yes, it's like that's ever, yeah. really they're they like just re- kidding they're like just kidding we, we did go to this ivy league state. school we want a job yeah. Yeah. i just think of propaganda because it's like in texas we don't take american history we take like texas history for four mm. years and like if you say you, you really know, take texas history for four years the that's first insane. four years so whenever I mean, people were talking about how the much revolution. teach you how to you chew ha- tobacco yeah how much history can there be <laughs> Ro- rope a horse yeah, I mean, honestly, so one of my favorite Rob history, a saloon? What the- <laughs> Rob a saloon. No, uh, did you know that Santa Ana, um, who is the, the president of the Mexican army, which, we, you know, we stole, we defeated them, not at the Alamo, we lost Oh, there that. was Irish fighting in that, too. My fam- my ancestors, my yeah. Texas ancestors. No, but they Irish- fought with the Mexicans. Um, okay, well, we fought against you guys the were so drunk, you didn't know who you were. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But Santa Ana created chewing gum out of the sap of a tree. So it's like that little fun stuff, but I always think of the propaganda that you like are taught. As yeah, a kid. way to go, Santa Ana! And all even, the okay, so in Texas, teeth it's all about lost. It's all about football, so. right? So if, I feel like this is a safer place to to have a feeling where it's like your football team is everything to you, right? Wait, That's are we doing mean actual football? Or are we talking about soccer? We're okay. talking about like Texas, just school football, football okay. and like they indoctrination like Mexicans call of sides. Oh, Mexicans! Yeah, yeah. I love football. Mexicans. That sounds weird <laughs> to say, but I do. I just love, love Mexican food. Every time you meet, they're so nice, and I've always worked in kitchens. It sounds weird. It sounds like I'm fetishizing. I'm well, not. Yeah, the but just Irish really and nice the Mexicans people. do work together a lot in the restaurant mm. industry in this city. Yeah. For sure. And a yeah. shared history as well, and and they're both both Catholics, and yeah, yeah. lots of Catholics. Uh, but what I was gonna say is like that thought of um, my I had a little cousin who was like, you know, I was cheering. She'd go into a different school, and she's like crying because she's like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm on that side, and it's like she's five years old. I'm her cousin, but she's like, I'm a bear. I'm not well, a Mustang. This is and I'm the like, tribal thing. Yeah, yeah. That we all we're all a part of it, whether. 
yeah. Whether we like it or not, or whether we feel like we're not, like you have the Irish flag hanging right there. Only have, because he got the American I flag. My, yeah, so you had to let your tribe be <laughs> known. Complete, that this, yeah, this is, you know, that's funny. I have my Hebrew-sized New York The American Yankee flag is like an on. inch yeah. longer. You notice so, that? It's like slightly bigger, slightly longer. She's got a big Texas thing in the house. Yeah. The, her, the plates we eat off of. Or uh, the map of Texas. Map of Texas. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's interesting because someone had commented on one of my posts about what certain, a, a, a few Irish people had did when they went to the uh, Caribbean mm-hmm. and so let's say they were like completely oppressed in Ireland it was colonized you know you're, you're not allowed to speak your language there was a genocide but I think the genocide was after um, but anyway the um, some who went over there and helped the Brits with like uh, it was either indigenous servants or um, prisoners or people who just went over but they still helped them like you know create these colonies or whatever and so a lot of them some of them went on like i don't know how many but some of them went on to work their way up to being slave owners really so there's this really great book called how the irish became white i know have you heard of it yeah i haven't read it i feel like it'll i have to read it but it is it's but it's about the virginia slave laws which were like the the irish were indentured a lot of them were indentured servants yeah but they literally were like even in the city and we speak the same language like we understand what you're saying so don't play that with us yeah yeah and you know like separate it i mean it's so, so like, we yeah. don't learn that history you yeah know? And, and the thing like the point with that is that um it's it doesn't take away from the fact that the people in ireland were completely oppressed and dying and right, they went right, through right, a genocide right, right. but you can uh you can be um oppressed and then be oppressor but people when they saw this girl comment about uh what had happened on my thing the amount of irish and irish americans who were like no, we were colonized. We were, and it was like, but two things can be true. But I think that comes back to the nationalism is like, no, we can't do anything because of this happened, or yeah. we can't, or or, or this protectiveness. We had it just as bad too. Yeah, I get yeah, it. I get it. I get yeah, it. and it's like not one person or one group represent. Like I think people think that their country represents them or something. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like you know, slavery wasn't that long ago. The Holocaust wasn't that long no. ago, and it's like. You know, if you have those traumatic things as part of your history of yeah. the people you belong to, I mean, it's, you know. Such it, a light conversation. It could be. <laughs> I know. We were going to talk about you guys' trauma. But we will circle. But I, no, I, I, think, I think it's a, it's in your gen- – and that's another thing that yeah. people aren't realizing with the conversations that's happening today is – because people are like, don't talk about the history, but here's my history. Generational li- trauma. And there, it is. Yeah. It's, and it is. It's in your genetic markers. Because if you look mm. at... Okay, so if you look at just Ireland. So that's not controversial to say. Ireland went through a genocide with the famine. Still mm. to this day in history books, it's not called a genocide. Three quarters of the population either died or had to run away to the States. And um, it's still called the famine or the great hunger. Fuck mm. off. It's yeah. a genocide. And so... But mm. genetic markers with that, with something so traumatic that a whole country go through that they were trying to like... Because a lot of food was exported at this, all the other food was exported at the same time. Right. Irish only allowed to eat potatoes, and it got a blight. And so, it's all oh, so that's how the potato thing came around. Yeah, that's okay. that's like so that's like because uh, I've never heard of it as a genocide. It's like the potato famine. Yeah, yeah so I, just, Ireland, I thought you guys were, had like a dust bowl or something like no, that. No, so like, basically, the the Brit the British in, in uh, rulers at the time. And they were exporting all others. So you own a farm, everything you had to give up are potatoes. Because potatoes you can kind of survive off, it has mm. all the vitamins. And so uh, when the potatoes got a blight, instead of giving them, the Irish people, some of the food, it was kind of a, a handy genocide. Because this way, if the population flee or die, A, you get them working free in the, in the States. Mm-hmm. And B, 
if they if they stay and die now you can um enforce the population because there was such a high we were nine million we've never even gone back to that right so uh, irish people know it as a genocide because a whole like three quarters of the population either died or left and so in saying that it's still not called a genocide in most places bar ireland and then what was my other point oh the genetic marker it's such an effect on people that still to this day scientists use irish people as an example of famine um so because it was put in your like the genetic marker Mm -hmm. um irish people now anytime they get to whatever size they get the biggest size their body will always fight to get to that size really so if you're like like you'll see with irish americans it's really hard to lose weight (gasps) because i have an aunt fatty who's super irish and my mom i have a lot of obese (laughs) irish family (laughs) aunt fatty uncle shorty uncle woo woo yeah but it's really hard for them especially so they would have they would have fled the famine and so it's it's Their body's trying to store yeah yeah and, and it's um yeah and so they use but that just shows so i imagine anybody who's gone through the holocaust yeah. or the palestinians who went through the I mass mean, i was witness to a genocide when i was a child at an ant farm and this other kid <laughs> destroyed it and no one ever i feel like i haven't been seen or oh my since. gosh <laughs> no but like <laughs> even done. the whole thinking of potato i tried <laughs> Boo. I tried to make Boo. it light. The potato famine thing versus genocide just makes me think of like. Well, it was a structural. Well, then how we genocide. learn. So now that we're it in a more murder. global wor- world, like, um, I remember the first time you know I went to public school in high school, and then you, which is like Texas, you're not learning nothing. Like we don't learn anything at all. Um, and Easy then to tell I went their, to their best when I was in George school, Bush. When I was in college, uh, remember that idiot? There was this book. W. It was about. Um, it was Marguerite. Uh, Dross Dumas the lover but it was about um, the American war and I was like what is the American war set in Vietnam I'm like this is oh the Vietnam war because it's like of course the Vietnamese don't call it Oh, the oh, Vietnam they the War. war? Yeah. They call it the American War. That makes sense. But I was like, right. like we look at things from such a like solipsic mm-hmm. point of view. So to take in like, oh, this is what other, this is what Irish people call the potato famine yeah. genocide. Yeah. Like that's just like, why can't we do that? The great genocide, yeah. yeah. Tommy Tiernan has a great bit about how he curses all the time. And he says like, yeah, this isn't my, I don't speak my natural tongue. My natural tongue is Irish. But because the Brits kind of basically load a lot, a lot of Gen Z now are getting back into the language which is brilliant but he was like so i don't this i'm speaking a foreign tongue <laughs> so he's like i'm gonna use fuck do you speak irish you speak- oh badly but now yeah. gen z are making me feel guilty so i'm gonna i i, I bought it's no, not called I, gaelic anymore it's irish oh we no we always called it irish growing up but it's actually was never called gaelic so it's gaelga, gaelga. Uh, and the culture is gaelic so yeah, i learned so much stuff i i think i talked to you one time too like someone said the accent was called a brogue but the brogue actually means shoe mm. or something like that yeah i've had some irish friends um so wait before we move on to the light topic of you guys being together can i ask you something i just thought about and you can tell sure. me if you if i if i if you don't want to talk about it Remember when we talked and just with the current situation, you had said you had had you and a Palestinian friend went to Israel. I I went to Israel and they were asking me. I was supposed to meet him in Palestine. Oh, so yeah. but we both lived here in New York. He's Palestinian. He, I think he lived in Area C or something like that. Area C. Yeah. So that's how they do that. It's Area A, Area B. Look, area it seems C. a bit I mean, like that movie. What's that movie with the aliens? District Nine. District yeah, Nine. Yeah. Or... So. Oh, so they gave me. So I, I had never been to Israel before. I missed birthright because I got in trouble when I was a kid. So I was like, I'm going to do this adult birthright trip. And uh, the 
Did they pay for it? This no, I paid for it myself. They paid for like one thing when I went to go that's see why the, people the do Dead Sea. I know, but I wanted to go free away trip. from them. I almost that's why I'm not really Jewish Jewish. I didn't go for the free trip. I'm yeah. not practicing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, was that a joke? It was I didn't a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you get it? Because yeah, Jews like free Good stuff. Job, oh, see, I don't know any of the bad yeah. stereotypes. This is the thing when you come from Ireland, people say slurs here or like joking stereotypes, or even about me. Was, like when they're like you, well, saying stuff to me about Irish people, I'm like, it doesn't even hurt because it doesn't make sense to me. That's why they say they're like they will say like stop saying free Palestine, say expensive Palestine, because then the Jews will stop trying to. Oh, that's land. that's really funny. Yeah. Okay. Who that's says an old, that? That's an old. Okay. Acting. Act um, <laughs> All so, of this old hack stuff. Is, they're so old that no one knows it. They're like, "What a fresh take!" I'm like, like, "I didn't know Palestine, Israel joke. was hack now." <laughs> <laughs> well, no, just that that whole that that the free Palestine thing is been it's been it's like a dad dad say it's like a dad thing, but I'm so I was going to Israel and then El Al was the uh, name of the. Um, airline i was taking el al is like the israeli airline they had one plane get uh taken in the 70s and their, their security is like through the roof wow. so i go to check in and like you can't check in through the machine with el al you have to go see uh an agent and um big line and i walk up and then they ask you questions or like uh you know uh, what synagogue do you go to who's your rabbi uh do you have any family in Israel? Do you speak Hebrew? So that's where I started to get tricky. They were like, they were like, you speak Hebrew? And I was like, no. And they were like, uh, do you read it? And I was like, no. And they were like, you understand it though, right? And I was like, if I can't speak it and yeah. I can't read it. <laughs> I think they just want the answer, yeah. yes. What? I was like, what the fuck do you, do you... So then I was like, I know more Yiddish than Hebrew. And they were like, oh, tell us something in Yiddish. And I was like... I'm in a I was like, you want me to tell you something. to suck my dick in Yiddish and kiss my like, and then they asked me what my favorite Jewish prayer was, and I, I have one. And I was like, oh, it's the Shema, and they were, and the lady goes, she goes, say it. And I go, there's like 300 people saying, this you want me to really like my to, ice interview here. Yeah, I was like, you want me to? I was like, I don't feel comfortable praying in front of all these people. It's my sacred text. And she goes, uh, you know, yeah. You have family there, and I explained I do have family there. I have family that lives on a kibbutz. I have some family in uh, Jerusalem. And then she's like, do you have any other ties to the Middle East? And I go, I have a friend. And she goes, oh, where's your friend from? And I go, he's from Palestine. And she was just like... So the fact that I just even said, like, uh, that it existed, yeah. she went and got her supervisor. He comes over. He's like, I need to see the correspondence that you've had with him. And when's the last time you saw him? So I was like, the last time I saw him, we ran an ultra marathon together, which was like 30-something miles. And he's, I get to see his head. He's like, why is this Jew running, training to run 30 miles with this Palestinian kid, right? And then he, he was like, let me see the contact you've had with him. And the last text message he sent me was like this meme making fun of Netanyahu. So he's like, he goes, um, I'm going to need your luggage. And uh, he goes, you could keep your phone. And he goes, I'm going to walk you through here. Follow me. I go and he like sits me down and he's like, uh, someone will come uh, get you to speak to you before the flight. Right. So I call my mother. I'm like, mom, what the fuck is going on? She's like, oh, you should be They're, They're making sure you're safe. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't like this at all. And they start boarding the flight. 
Jesus. And I'm still sitting there. Yeah. And then I, I go to this. You're in America right I'm now. I'm in New York. Oh, okay. I'm in New York, and I, I go to talk to the, one of the agents. I'm like, hey, someone's supposed to come and get me. And he's like, oh, don't worry. They'll come. And I was like, everybody's boarding. And he's like, eh, you know, relax. Every... So they come and get me. They bring me into a room. And they're like, yeah, take your shirt off. Take... And I was like, can... I was like, can I just get my money back? Yeah. Like, I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and that's where they were like, no, 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 no. You're going to go to Israel. Don't worry. Not giving you they were like, money he is back. Jewish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, get this, I get the stereotype now. So. You know, I had two phones on me. They wouldn't let me keep both phones. They took one. They took everything from me. All they gave me again was my phone. Walked me to my seat on the plane. And I was like, I don't have a charger. It's a 12-hour flight. And uh, he was like, he goes, uh, ask the uh, stewardess or the flight attendant. Sorry, I was archaic. And uh, Oh, I, my God. I didn't I, even know. We were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I asked yeah, I her. I was judging. I was silent. I was Over like, yeah. I was like, um. I asked the stewardess. I was like, "Can I have a can I have a charger?" And she was just like, she was like, just like scoffed at me. And then you know, twelve hour flight, phone on airplane mode the whole time. With just your thoughts, that's horrible. Yeah. And uh, I thought I was gonna have like this big Jewish awakening when I got to yeah. Israel, and then I was like, "Damn, these fucking Jews, man!" Now I understand. <laughs> but they they did but something. You got this bracelet, right? Yes, I got that for you in Israel. Yeah. I mean, you got it before you met me, but like... but it was for you. It's for you. Uh, I was like, wow, you guys have been together a long time. <laughs> but uh, I had a good time in Israel, but they definitely, my computer didn't work right for the longest. You need a VPN. But I, I remember now why, like I, the Palestinian, having a friend as Palestinian didn't help. But I, I remember why, like after I got back, I was like, oh, I used to go to the Israeli consulate mm -hmm. when I was on drugs. Oh. And I'd go and i say that I needed Israeli citizenship because I was being persecuted here uh, and they were like yeah you're being persecuted because you're a criminal not because not because you're a Jew so they're right? like you don't reason for joining so I guarantee you I was side. probably flagged can you put the that. mic just a little closer to you yeah. just in case I don't know why I moved it away yeah. <laughs> no worries, no worries. I'm like so you have a reason for joining the other side I mean Israel yeah I'm pretty sure you. there was something next to my name when they looked me up in the system pretty sure that it was also my first time traveling to israel and then my honesty probably and just my brevity probably didn't help your whole demeanor i could be pretty aggressive and yeah like if i feel like i'm being like questioned i could be pretty blunt too so. yeah you have very born and bred brooklyn energy <laughs> <laughs> are you born and bred brooklyn I spent most of my young life, yeah, in Brooklyn. I was in around, a Brooklyn jail. Not a jail, but I was in. I I grew up. Oh. My teenage years were spent uh, like in juvenile facilities. I just remember not a I jail, asked, a juvenile facility, which is a jail. I just remember I asked the patron if they had any questions. I'm just gonna double check because I don't. I always. I don't. I feel like I abandon them sometimes. Are you still friends with your Palestinian friend? No. It has nothing to do with the conflict either. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. Yeah, I was doing a fundraiser show for my uh, or a memorial show for my brother that passed to uh, raise some money for my nephew, and then he uh, told me his girlfriend had COVID, but he lied to me. Oh. I was like, you could have just said you didn't want to come. Yeah, you could just say like, here, let me send some money. Sorry. So then you're like, I'm done with you. Like Hassan Minaj, you know all these people, you know they're just they don't tell the truth. Hassan, okay. no, no, <laughs> Hassan has come out. Um, he's brought the receipts. 
So really, which is another thing about we have to be very careful about what news. Did news the journalist again. switch his words up? He has the recording, everything. Oh my god, it's like a twenty minute. I was cleaning today, so it looked nice for you guys to come, oh, and he's I had it get on the Daily Show now. Um, it, no, I, I, I'm surprised. I think as well, he left it in enough time to see how many people would believe it, and now he's just gone boom. And he even said he was like, a lot of people are asking me for my opinion on the Middle East, and this is like the ro- worst time to share this. But I also think it's important to not always something like about like the news and that everything is ra- real, and and we should be more concentrated on this. But I am just gonna share this. My so he has the receipts, he has the emails from the girl. When did this happen? He just dropped it today. Oh my god! Because I was gonna say, what bothers wow. me is that when there's a controversy about someone, we always are like, "Oh my god, they're," ca-. and then when the when they get cleared and it's like rectified, we never get the big like hubbub about that because it's like that's what the big vape thing was about, which is like it was really not from the vapes or the jewels; it was from people doing illegal like. Uh, do, they were like cartridges. doing different things, but to, they yeah. never really cleared their name. It's like yeah. so because once jewel you get the bad is one hundred and ten percent and. A healthier alternative to smoking cigarettes, but they're mm. they're fucked now. But whatever, I'm sorry. I, it's I all digress. bad though, because I found like Hassan Minaj was never gonna get hurt financially anyway. I mean, I don't. He might. He's a star. If the He's stuff would have stuck, like, he probably maybe wouldn't have got as much TV stuff. But he would have sold out everywhere he went, just like Louis. He's an audience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know it was great to watch though, and it was great to see the emails. Like he blocked out her name, but the emails between him and the the girl for years. Like, so everything the woman said had completely twisted. And he even has the recording of them, of him being like, we can send you the emails. I'll just block out her name. And the reporter's like, yeah, okay. I don't know what she was thinking. I don't She's know. She's going to lose her job now. I know. And yeah. he just waited as well to be like, boom, here you go. Here's wow. the evidence. Good for him. Um, okay. So th- thanks for sharing that story. I was just curious yeah. about, yeah, I remember you saying uh, something. But so you two are in love. I mean, um, <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, I'm gonna do the Mike Tyson with Robin Gibbons interview now. Just stare blankly. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that? No, no. no Derek loves boxing. Well, Robin watches Gibbons was just there. She was like, "What's it like boxing. living with the champ?" And Robin Gibbons was like, "It is absolute hell." And Tyson was just sitting on the couch like this. <laughs> Or Barbara Walters. I never like I don't know about you, but like I never was like I'm gonna date a comic. Like I oh yeah no no knew I needed to quit when I'm like I'm attracted to a comic. I'm like this has been too long. I need to like diversify my uh, the men I'm around. Yeah, you weren't um, attracted to me from my comedy though. Definitely not. Yeah. No, <laughs> definitely not. Wait, I'm. Have you have you, have you guys been dating long now? It's a year now. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's a good. Yeah. That's a if you last a year in comedy in New York, that's mm-hmm. fucking. Yeah. It's got good legs. Yeah. But it is. It's like, uh, I mean, it's, um, I don't know. We're both divorced. We're both divorced. So it's like, for me, I'm from the South where people, I tell people I'm like divorced in New York. They're like, oh, it must have been a fast marriage. I'm like, no, I was together for, we were together for eight years. They're like, how old are you? How old were you when you got married? I'm like, she's well, old. I was 24 when I got married. So it's like, and people are like, that's so young. But in Texas, you know, they have. Like, my friends have three kids. They're on their third marriage. And Derek is, like, the only man I've met in New York who's under the age of, like, you were 40 when I met you, but it's, like, under the age of, like, 45 mm-hmm. who's had a real life that he's, like, you know, yeah. had experiences. People are, like, 42-year-old fuck boys who are, like, I yeah, know. maybe I'll settle down in 10 years and I want to have five kids. And I'm, like, yeah. you're going to be 53. They're, like, yeah, I'll be ready then. I'm, like. Yeah, with their, yeah. Ew. Ew. Wait, so you were married? Yeah, twice. <laughs> Third Jeez. time's the charm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you, you were you were married young. 
Because um, yeah, you look yeah, young. It, I know, thanks. How um, old are you? Age is just a number that I will never tell you. 40, <laughs> she's 47 years Cause old. Because I would have thought you were like 25. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. No, she's not. Yeah, I know. And now I'm like doing the maths with the... With the long, I'll text I'm you like, her age. I'll no, text it's okay. I, I don't need to know. <laughs> well, we weren't but, married but for eight years. We were together for eight years. Oh yeah. So you know what's funny yeah. is that I asked what her age was when we first met each other to like her friends, and one of them told me, and I and it started this big fight. Right? Remember? That's just because Derek is messy. Like, like I'm not girls, messy at all. You know, like thinking the girls get such a bad rap. But Derek, like, it's it, the fun thing about being with a male comedian is that you, I can sometimes hear his calls. Now he's going to stop. But, like, only because he's deaf, too. It's not even on speakerphone. But I'm yeah. just, like, his volume's always turned all the way up. And it's just, like, did you know? Da, 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 da. And I'm, like, oh, this is fun. Like, they're, like, yeah. so, like, chatty in a, like, gossipy way. Yeah. Whereas women are, like, oh, I'm going to stop talking on the rap. phone around you. Well, on, honestly, I thought it was an American thing because not about the gossip, but the sheer volume. Because, like, Leland be on the phone. I can hear. I have to, if I'm watching TV and he's on the phone over there, I have to, like, pause it because I can hear the person. Mm. And secondly, he's talking. I'm like, do you? I think he, your friend can hear you in the Upper East Side that you're coming to. <laughs> because it's so fucking loud. <laughs> but no, he's useless with gossip. I'm very loud. Well. And I, I think it. It, a gossip between a partners is so much fun because it's a safe space. You're not getting tr- trouble for saying anything. Because I don't like I, as soon as people gossip, like you know, like at a comedy club or whatever, I go to the toilet because I'm afraid. Right. I'm like, you don't want to hear it. I yeah. don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to say the wrong thing. If I can't, like, I'll only say things that I'm confident saying to the person's face. Right. You know, yeah, like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. like I've I've told stories about people that I've been like, I've said this to their face. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. not like it's st- and it's usually about me and how I felt. But like, but your boyfriend, that's fun. And Leland will come. Literally, he came to me because I'm like. Um, he'll come with gossip like months at, I'm like I already heard that this is useless <laughs> and he literally told me when I got I got when I got JFL um, no one thank you uh, no no one was uh, you weren't allowed to tell people to for three weeks and he comes to me and he said what's his name oh my god he's such a great comedian he's a friend of mine I'm blanking at his name oh, I think he's from Texas as well oh uh, Lucas no black guy and he's he gotten uh, years ago Austin no what's his name why am I blanking on his name? Brian? No. He's he's a he's a he's on one of the late shows. Roy Wood? No. Oh, uh, um he's he writes for the Daily Show. Yeah, what's his name? Oh my god, it starts with an A. Oh, oh, uh, no. Oh. oh my gosh, I love him. He's from Houston. Yeah, I love him too and I'm like friendly with him but I'm literally blanking. I know, him. I'm blanking on his name too and now I can't think of it. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so he was like Leland came home and was like, "Oh, such and such got JFL." And I was like, "Get yeah like four years ago what are you talking about this is not <laughs> gossip and he was like oh i thought he had gotten it this year well that's like speaking of gossip that's one of my favorite things to guess gossip because it's like you're not supposed to know but everybody knows somebody who got it but they and they like told their friends and they're like nobody can know but yeah. then the other favorite thing is like people will start watching and they'll ask and they're like okay th- if they're booked on a lot of shows yeah. they're like okay they're definitely they're getting ready. doing it because ready, yeah. they're like hey i had a, i pulled a good jfl prank this year Oh, you you yeah. asked for five minutes thoughts on No, shows? one of my yeah. friends got in, and then we called him and made pretend we were calling from JFL and told him that we were rescinding the invitation. Oh, that's me. Wait, who was your friend? I'm not going to say. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Thank it was, you. Thank you. Oh, me. that is mean, too. But it was yeah. before, it was like on a podcast, and it was before it was announced. It was, we were doing it on so a lot, like, like a live Patreon. We oh, did, so this one, there's, my friend of so mine has like a Patreon. it's like really bad. Philly. 
Is he mad at you? No, not anymore. He was mad. <laughs> not anymore. It's he like, was mad. He wasn't even really mad at me. He was so after. So we called and did that, and he's like, "Did I do anything wrong?" And we we're like, "Oh no, not at all." Um, you know, you just we're just uh, there's more talented people that we have to get up than you. <laughs> Oh, no. And then he was like, well, what about my flight? I paid for my flight already. And we're like, oh, you're going to have to handle that with the airline. And then we were like, oh, we look forward to having you audition next year. And we hung up. So, so two minutes after we do this call, because I wasn't the one who was talking. It was somebody yeah. else. I gave them all the information. I was, But I was on the line. Oh, I know who this is. And then. The guy with the curly hair? Yes. Yeah. And then. Uh, he would believe that. He texts me. He's like, yo, this so crazy vulnerable. shit just happened. And then I was, a baby. they were like, oh, you got to tell him. And I was like, fuck that. I was like, it's just, I was like, call him back and tell him you made a mistake. So we call him back. <laughs> <laughs> we call him back. And he was like, just defeated in his voice. He's like, yeah, I know. I just talked to you. And he, the kid goes, wow. He goes, wow, do I have egg on my face? He goes, I made a big mistake. He's like, pack your bags, buddy. You're coming to <laughs> sunny Toronto. Yeah. And, uh. And then I finally admitted to him like a couple hours later it was me. But he only got mad once it got out to everybody that we had pranked him and got him. I well, love if, pranks. Yeah, and if this is the same guy I'm thinking about, he uh, the gossip is <laughs> that he forget I don't care saying yeah. it that he went up to Chappelle and said you might be the goat but I'm gonna be the next goat. So if he really said that, I'm like such a fan of this prank by the way because he <laughs> needed to be taken down a little Wait, bit. I haven't heard that, but yeah. that's an insane. No matter who that is, that's an insane story. It's an ins- insane thing to say, and ins- also like someone on this Patreon by the way because I talked about it on my solo podcast. I-, I gossip on my solo podcast about my life or things I feel, and I did mention that because um, I was like, oh, I was told this thing, and like I'll. I'll just never being from Ireland you have to be like even when you go back and do shows you're not meant to be brought up with credits like it's really important to be humble right, right. but then someone wrote underneath it no you gotta have that energy you gotta think you'll be the goat but the thing is I don't want to be a goat right I just want to be really good and in, have, have fans but they can also like other people yeah. I don't need them I don't need I to be the best in the that world energy where people are like you need to go on stage and be confident I'm like this is how I am. Like, yeah. I am a fragile Well, there's little. always a couple people, like, you'll even look at, like, like, Schultz had this whole thing, and he was just like, I'm going to be the best, yeah. and look, you know, and it took him to these crazy places. So, like, he just has that drive where he just, yeah. you know what I mean? But I'm well, the, I'm in the same boat as you. I just want to be good. Or when yeah. you use it for a part, like, one of my good friends that I've done a show with for years, she, she does, like, her... I'll call it narcissism as a part of her character. So she's like, I'm a legend. I'm a legend. I'm the best. And it's like, (laughs) like it's adorable because she's been saying that since day one. We say, no, it's funny. It's freaking funny. Legend. You don't know who legendary legendary. Shout out to my girl. Glorelli. Oh, oh, I do. No, but it's funny. And I'm like, when other people do it, like, because she is actually a humble person and she is very hardworking. And so when other people do it, I'm like, like you have to ha- hit the right tone. Like she can comically mm-hmm. do hers as a part of her like character. Yes. Um, and her I persona. Right. Agree to I disagree. Also, I also think too. It's this like, is where look, I'll kill him. I, I like, work so hard, and I'll always work hard. And um, the amount of work I do, like let's say, like being an immigrant here, I had to like leave my family to do this. I need to like I I live off it, all that stuff. But then for someone to be like, but you also have to have goat energy. I'm like, I don't have energy. I just. I, I think that you become... I figure goat energy would be easy-er for an Irish person because of 
You're like, I have oh, a Billy the goats. Billy goats. <laughs> like Billy yeah, goats. I go, I go up on stage like, uh, to start buying. Just, no, but I'm do you know what I mean? It's like, it's so like, stupid. no, but it's fine. But you know what I mean? Like, as in, like, I think that when people are like, I'm the best. And there's like an, there's like a, a, an English age. Wait, okay. Wait. No, you're right. No, because wait, an English agent said that he, some of the comedians he saw in American comedians. And when we were just at JFL, he was like, it was confidence without jokes. And it wasn't about all, but I know the couple he was talking about. And I feel like co- sometimes people think confidence is go energy, but actually like writing the material, writing the jokes, working on your set and that workload will actually. So like, instead of I'm going to be the goat, whereas Andrew Schultz is different. He really, he really worked hard. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's focusing on the work and not the end result. Yeah. Like, and I like putting the heart, the cart before the horse. Yeah. Um, and the heart. <laughs> and the heart. Uh, but that idea of like, like even whenever people are like, be confident, it's like, oh no, I am confident. Yeah. But like, I'm also authentically like this. Yeah. yeah. And- so, I mean, and I agree with Kate's being completely honest because the first time I saw Kate on stage, she bombed so bad. And this is a lie because, <laughs> you know, I guess I now, so now listen, I'm seeing the trauma. So, and I mean, she. I mean, she. Do you bombed, have a place to stay tonight? Right. And uh, <laughs> do you guys live together now? Yes. Oh, you said that in yeah, the sketch. Two yeah. months. Two months. Two months. We've been together. You just checked your watch for yeah. that. I think I moved in on August 26th. Yeah. Wow. It's October. 29th. And I didn't prorate the rent. No, so August 26th. How are you finding it? I find that it was the relationship gets easier when you move in together. There are a lot of things that are easier. We are in definitely a small space, so there's like also my parts apartment. That are I've been living in, like when I got a divorce, I've been living alone for the past like seven years, and mm-hmm. I haven't had a roommate, and I live in a tiny studio, but it's rent stabilized. Oh in, yeah, we're, inst- the, we're in the same deal, and I'm institutionalized. So well, and oh. I'm a hoarder, so it's like, like there's mm. no amount. I even I, when I looked at your games, I was like, I have a ticket to ride. I have Catan. Like I'm like I. Don't play them. My apartment's so small, but I'm like, I can't get rid of them. But what it if I go nice. somewhere? Yeah. And what if I go somewhere and they're like, you need the extension kit. I got the extension <laughs> yeah. kit. And he's just like, there's too much stuff in here. I never, ever told you to throw anything But out. your attitude <laughs> says differently. <laughs> and it's also like, I need a lot of alone. Like, he was just like, what are you doing in the bathroom for that long? And I'm like, none of your well, business. I come from a place where if someone's been in the shave. bathroom for a long do... time, they're usually overdosed in there. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, you've never nobody said ever, that Nobody to ever me. looks like... at what, how Derek might feel. Wait, oh, you so that's Derek's trauma, trauma for you. Oh, my God, Derek. It oh. is It is important to share, though, when you're <laughs> yeah. like, this is, this, is, this is what triggers me because... Yeah. Well, I hear that, and I'm it's like, like, that's so ludicrous. It's like, where's Tommy? He's been gone for three hours. Oh, he's either dead in the bathroom or smoking crack in there. Who Wait, is she knows? in the bathroom for three hours, though? She's in there for a while. I like to read in the tub. I like oh, to... Oh, okay, that's fine. But it's also... Like, it's to, also in a studio. It's to, the only door. It's the only door to in the bathroom. You to add more light space. to this. It's not like I'm like, what are you doing in the bathroom? I've asked maybe once or twice. We think you're problematic. What she's doing in the bathroom. <laughs> that's actually why Katie had us on, because this we wanted intervention. to... Uh, yeah, we wanted to have a I talking to yeah i mean the first time i i saw her perform like i mean, I went to give her a pound like a the fist bump when she got oh. off stage and she walked right by me i'm legally blind i a lot of times don't Horse have any contacts no, no i literally cannot see anything people right need now. to stop getting offended on little interact like comedians are so fucking sensitive because literally i'm the same too where i don't wear glasses because i don't like how it makes me feel but that means sometimes I won't see someone in the street or or I just meet so many people that I'm always like polite and friendly. But then because I'm polite and friendly, they think we have this t- sort of friendship that, right, I, right, right, that right. if I don't say hi next time I'm in a club because I'm you just running them. in or out. 
oh my god the amount of times i got to Boyle do like damage she's control such a bitch now and you're like oh, yeah. no That's i'm actually just why busy. i wanted to come on because yeah. one time he didn't say hello to me like the fact that he's still can you imagine if i said that like with this it one time i saw once, you so she did it to me didn't... three times she i'm also a, a fitness trainer she came to my class didn't fucking say hello came to my class for free i'm someone who didn't even come I up and paid say hello for that class. thank you no, you this didn't. is not the energy we needed to have. I paid for that. I did look up the records. I'm speaking. Because I wanted to help your little. Three. Uh, there was another time we were all hanging out at the stand. There was just a bunch of people there and she didn't. You know. I never knew you. Never heard of you. Never you remind knew you. me so much of my cousin. And this she is going to make no sense for anybody. But <laughs> <Love her>. <laughs> shout, shout out, out Emma. <laughs> Who might be my cousin because I'm Irish too. Yeah, probably. I think you look alike. I mean, and one the, day she's <laughs> Irish. One day she's French. One day I'm, she's Native American. Okay, no. Broad. I did not say that. She's What What was the politician's name that said they Elizabeth were? Elizabeth Warren. They, yeah. Like no, I, I call am a classic American. My, like my family has been here for a long time. Yeah. So In the South. But the night we actually like hit it off and i i was like i'm gonna play it really cool yeah she like i had my show at the stand 23 and one and uh we have a mutual friend who's not a comedian mm -hmm. who was there she saw him there she's like oh my god what are you doing here and he's like, he's really he's like a he made my friend's fashion video that premiered at soho house for part of like new york nobody fashion. knows what that he's is really or cool. cares no but he's uh, a really cool guy and <laughs> ooh, him no no no, 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 no. <laughs> so you make fashion. the mutual friend no, no the mutual my friend brain started to spin i felt no. like the girl with the exorcism so tell no. tell her tell everybody what no, the mutual well, friend said. was just like, he's like, you don't know. He's like, okay, well, what are you doing here? Because I had a show upstairs and he was like, I'm here for 23 and 1. And I was like, what's that? He goes, Derek Drescher show? You don't know Derek Drescher? Oh. And I was like, never heard of him. And he goes, you call yourself a comedian? You never even heard of him? Mm. And I'm like, your friend said this? Yeah. Yes. And I was like, fuck you. Who the fuck is this Hottest show in the city for two years. I did. <laughs> yeah, it was did. a prison show, right? Yeah. Yes. I learned it's a lot. prison yeah. show. Because hottest it has show. the prison thingy. There. Like, <laughs> the block is hot is like what he means. It's well, the we, hottest. And we move it. Yeah, we moved it from there. Then we moved it did to it another place. Yeah, we did it in the gym. We did it. At, we've done it at the stand. We've moved it all over. But then she came downstairs to introduce herself to me. Because yeah. I literally had never met you before. So you had done his class not knowing that he was a comedian? I remember meeting you, well, at gym class. Because also he he does his shtick in his gym class. And he's like, you know, you pieces of shit. Like, you call that yeah, a Yeah, those are my jokes. I call the crowd a piece of shit. That's and he just, like, roasts the audience. And I'm used to doing yoga. <laughs> that that's like, do. you've done your, that's, that's exactly what you do. You're like, you're. I've layered well thought out jokes. You guys are, like, <laughs> the, the complete opposite of the, like, you're it? like, your vibes are like. Uh, manifest and love, light, and positivity. Like yeah. I showed and up. Are like it. I'm digging the body. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I showed She's up. I'm you. used to like like it, people are like you showed up. That's all that needs. You're here. You've yeah, done all do the that. work. And he's like like just like and so, so I was just laughing like, the whole suck. time in the back, like just literally crying, laughing. My friend and I were we couldn't move because he was just so funny and mean. Yeah. But I didn't think of him as being a comic. And then, yeah, and then she came down. So she's like, oh, hi, I'm Kate Robards. And I was like, yeah. And know. that's not even like, how I, you pronounce my name. Robards. And I was like, I know who you are. And then I gave her, I was like, Psh, I got to work. And then uh, that night we ended up going to the diner and she fell in love with me. Aww. No, literally looked at him. <laughs> it was like all comics that I knew. coming out right now, yeah. the look she just gave you. It was comics <laughs> I knew. And I'm like, how does everybody know? I was asking like Glory and Shadi and like, I was like, do y'all know? They even said, how do you not know Derek? They were like, how do you not know Derek? And I'm just like, I think probably because there's a lot of convicts 
in my family. Like my brother is a felon. Like I'm just like probably like I don't want any part of that. Yeah. So like I like reject it. I rebuke Satan. And then he caught me on a vulnerable, lonely, sad day. And he happened to not have his teeth in. And he was being. I don't all, have them in now. He's either. doing his. That's your teeth. He don't have them. He oh, ain't it's got just your none. back teeth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just your back teeth. Those are important for chewing. But he goes. I forgot my teeth. And no, I'm like, no, I had them in. I took them out. I said, I'm oh, yeah, I'm taking out my teeth out. out. And, and that was out. for me. I was like, oh, home, you know, like it's like <laughs> none of the men in my family. I literally pulled up a picture of like a family get together where the men were taking out their teeth oh. and the women were all like, ew. Why do you have no teeth? I mean, back teeth. Uh, I, they got some of them got knocked loose. And then when I was on drugs, too, Jeez. I didn't take the best care of them. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> So just knocked loose to come back. It's easy though for to a lot of prison people go to prison in America. It seems easy to go to prison here. It's super yeah, easy it if you want to go. I have nightmares it's about it. Well, for now. a white woman, not so much. Like, yeah, I think like two out of every hundred white women go to jail. Okay, would I be counted? Because yeah. I'm an so immigrant. White women are just well behaved. I think that's all that means. Mm, it's biased. No, no. As, <laughs> yeah, and like it's pretty. I'm pretty sure as a white woman, I'm gonna tell someone who's been to jail. I'm like, let me tell you about yeah. my <laughs> privilege. But I think it's like, um, like interesting that you're talking about like citizenship. It is so hard to those questions. The average American citizen cannot pass a citizenship test. I know. But like. I feel like the average American could easily go to jail. Yeah, and for a long time. Because you were saying you were in prison for 10 years. You're okay talking about it? Almost nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's like what you would get for murder in Ireland. And you you get out And here we murder. If you murder, you're going to jail. The death penalty is so real. Especially in Texas. I just want to say this. Since I moved in with Kate, it is like, it reminds me a lot of when I was incarcerated. There is uh, humanitarian violations. I'm just... I'm joking. <laughs> oh I'm messing around. I would have laughed, but it was coming to me late because my phone uh, lit up and I All saw right. a message. But what do we got like 15 minutes left. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Wait. Let's go back to your Fun living crisis with Kate. No, but you're so you you went to prison for 10 years mm-hmm. yeah. and and what did you? That was in and out. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was yeah. drug stuff. It wasn't. Yeah. You didn't kill anybody. Well, I was when I was younger. I was just it was just crime when i was older it was all drug related that's mad his mom wanted um wants me to tell everybody that it was um it was just issues she's like like let's just she met my parents last week i I brought her they were so wholesome it's not at all what you expect like he's a mom and dad who's still together they've retired they have a pool i mean that's a really good point because you you would think you came from like the fact that you're like oh 10 years in and out drugs you'd be like oh did you grow up in like a crack den yeah my brother my brother brother got shot and passed away from drugs so yeah jesus yeah and your but your parents are together and you like they love jews I am not upset. They love Jews. They love. They love Jews. They love me and my brother for sure. I mean, my parents have grown themselves too. Like, neither one of them went to college. They worked, you know, multiple blue collar jobs to put food on the table and stuff like that. And they both ended up being bus drivers. And they just saved. My mother saved all their money, and they ended up buying a house down south. So. And, and I'm from the South, where it's like my mom had a degree, and we was we were still on the poverty line because she was in newspaper. My father told me he's like we're moving down there so because we are poor here. Yeah, and then so they're like well to do down there, but I'm like, what about the poor people in the South? Like my mom, they can't go anywhere. Their house yeah. is worth nothing, and they they don't like they can't retire somewhere else. 
The poverty here is crazy. The, people have no idea how bad the wealth gap is. The largest it's been yeah. since nineteen twenty, since like the Great Depression. Well, my mother was you telling know? Kate, she's like, I don't, you know, I don't know how I feel about Derek talking about that stuff. He's not a real criminal. And she was like, he, she know, goes, just, I hope those other people don't find out that he's not a real criminal. Yeah. I was like, what did he go to jail for? She's like, well, not like the other people. I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. But like, if you want to live in this pretend world, I will live. Like he's a stockbroker. Whenever he's looking at his stats and his numbers for Instagram, <laughs> I'm imagining that he's like, you know, doing something that actually makes money, like the stock market. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think it's great for people to hear because people are put in these boxes, and then you're an example of how people do change. Even your personality changes, yeah, as you know. And I know a lot of fucking like finance bros and like fuck boys out there that should be in jail. Yeah. Like he is a good one, and people would like possibly not date him. I'm just here to speak. Like we should all, you know, we should all date a convict. We should date a <laughs> formerly incarcerated the individual. Fuck a felon program. Get fuck a, a felon program. I, I'm starting the fuck a felon program. Well, like a lot of tax people deduction. go into prison and then um, uh, get a sense of what you can get clean in prison. Yes. And then yeah. you know get a sense of, or some people get degrees and they come out hopefully. But then some well, people. I, I didn't learn anything while I was incarcerated. I got my. I learned from uh, the the adversion to jail programs that I was in. And then the last time I was incarcerated, I was like, I can't stomach this anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. I, but, you know, like I wasn't in a relationship for a while before I met Kate. And like part of, part of like uh, what I felt kept, kept me safe and kept my head above water and kept my, kept me on the straight and narrow was that like, all right, I'm still going to have these emotional relapses. I'm going to regress sometimes. Better I do that by myself than mm. include anybody else yeah. into my life. So, you know, I've grown a lot this past year being with her because, you know, we have our issues. And then also it's like, you know, sometimes they say like, you know, when you start to grow, you feel pain. That's what they call it, growing pain. So, like, we have definitely have. Uh, Whereas, like, not having been in jail, I'm just like. I and a woman like I yell with my friends and we're like what the fuck are you doing like ah. and then it's like so anyway we're going to lunch like we just like it's like over you know yeah. and we just kind of like roll past it and I'm like even the fact that that would keep you from a relationship like everybody I know that I've dated that's like not been in jail is psycho mm -hmm. yeah and his he's so like like toolbox he has his like skills to keep himself that I'm just like everybody should do whatever like he, everybody should go to jail. They should like get on. That. But we're not pro jail. Yeah. I, just this is I, I feel like it sounded like I was pro jail before. I was like, they get a degree. No, I no, I'm pro jail. I feel like everybody <laughs> should go to jail for a couple months. But also, <laughs> we're for yeah. prison reform. We we believe that um, I in can between love high and school and college. We will personally rehabilitate yeah. any ex cons <laughs> back into society. I think though, what you're saying is why a lot of people stay single because you're afraid to. If you let someone know about your trauma and then they leave you, that's like the most hurtful thing. Whereas yeah. actually most of the time when people care about you and you and you let it, you like let the shit out, uh, you you don't fall apart. And they're like, no, I got you. I'm supportive. Okay, I understand. What do you need? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I think being in a relationship is so much better than dealing with it on your not that you should trauma dump on someone but like you know talking about like someone close dying or or your abusive childhood yeah. whatever it is actually if it's a good partner yeah it's... there's a lot of brutal honesty in it you know mm -hmm. what i mean but and it makes yeah. for a more compassionate society because nobody has to go through this stuff alone like you don't have yeah. to like be in love with us to like tell us your trauma you yeah. know fuck that yes you do 
What is your trauma, Katie? Gonna tell <laughs> Loads <shit>. of trauma. <laughs> Leland has none, though. I keep trying to fish it out for years. No? <laughs> I mean, like, one little thing that I'm like, oh, I can see how that is with the re- way he is. But from really, no, no, just, like, it's family love him. Ugh. Which I uh, think is a trauma in itself because I know a lot of people who had, like, a great family. And I'm like, ooh, they really set you up for, like, yeah. disappointment because there's so many shitty people. Whereas, like, if yeah. you had, you know, an abysmal, like, my dad left when I was a kid and it's, yeah. like... Like, it's like the bar is so low that any person is better. You know, like if you just inherently, <laughs> you know, it's it's good. It's uh, yeah, good I to... guess. But then it's hard to set standards because like I, I don't talk to my mother. She's Which like why really I'm dating crazy. Derek. Well, yeah, but he, he's a okay, sweetheart. He's, yeah. he's, he's done a lot of work. And I got money, too. You, that's great. Leland doesn't have Doing money. so good. I got more money than you. What are we talking about? I wanted to go back <laughs> to Katie's nice. trauma. I was just going to say she that. She wants my $39,000. That's a lot. What, that's it used to be 42 really and before he moved it in. It goes down every month. I know. It's hard. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Yeah, no. Leland does not have uh, money. And I think he'll be okay with me saying that. But he's younger. He's five years younger. And yeah. I, yeah. And I'm just. Younger man. I know. It's great because. How old are you, Katie? I'm 33. 33. Mm-hmm. The Jesus, year of Jesus. Jesus. I know! Jesus number. Your Jesus number. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a really so, good one. Oh, I'm either going to rise from the dead. Yeah, that's, I'm going to rise from the dead this year. It's my goat year. But, um, <laughs> comedy has never really come up that much in our, I mean, it comes up, but it's never been like the basis of like anything like super, like we've roast battled each other. We, my friends were like, are you still speaking to him? Yeah. And I'm like, of course. Like, we made you're like this is our dirty talk. I respect that. that I'm night. like, oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> not until we're married, Derek. <laughs> but like, has that ever been a point of contention with you and Leland at all, or no? Comedy? Yeah. No, not all. I'm very lucky that he's. Uh, that man is like super secure. That's the one good thing about coming from a good family mm. or um, or a family that loves you. Yeah. No, he has no. He doesn't like he's not jealous. He doesn't compare. And like I am more successful, and I've continued <laughs> to get more successful in our relationship. Um, I was so fat. When I uh, met Kate, oh, and, and you got skinnier, and he I was got, yeah. less successful. And, and I mean, I've I've just, yeah, like, I put a couple him. more pounds on the past month. Men will like do, he does. I, keto I lost like forty pounds like overnight. That's basically. good. Leland came to me way skinnier mm-hmm. because he his him and his ex had broke up, and then he like lost a ton of weight, and then he got with me and got like happy, and then like got fat again. Put it put it on, but he's yeah. been working on getting it off again, uh, which is good for him because. But you know, that's the thing when you're like, so he did the opposite. He was like, oh, he fell in love and then put it. That's what most people do. That's like what I do. I get comfortable. weird for me that I I would look at myself in the mirror and I'd be like, what? Because, you know, Kate, she, I mean, you pursued me more in the beginning. Yeah, only because it was funny. Because it's like, you know, like you ever see like a little kid and you're like, ooh, you have a girlfriend. And the kid is like blushing and like so uncomfortable. That's how Derek was. I was like, that, Hi. that was the way it was for me and Leland as and well. And it was so fun to just like, to like see how shy and he'd be like, yeah. But I mean, so... I was just spilling out all over the place. I couldn't believe you that. You're beautiful, I was like, baby. I was like, what is wrong with this woman that she's attracted to me? Mm. I mean, I was gross. You have a couple pictures of me where, yeah, I mean, my beautiful. belly is you're just. You're beautiful. But women we are don't weight shame here. Yeah, and women are way more like personality. And if you're like, if you're happy with your weight, or it's not like you're you're gonna die because of it. Like if it's not like a risk, and you're like treating us well, we're pretty much able to go. Like, I think we're more attracted to the action. Well, we were fooling around one night, and I like threw my back out. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, like you I, like, seized pulled up. a muscle. Yeah, I had to leave. I gave him a blowjob so good. His entire back seized up. He got like tinnitus. It was. I don't know what it is. But it was like, I was like, I am like barely even touching this guy. And he's like, oh. 
That's not true. You're gonna have to give me some tips because in the world, turning the butter is the classic. Oh yeah, I saw that. The turning the butter. The butter. It's all about turning the butter. You must have a really big willy, by the way. I just have boys. You can't. Two three inches. That's it. Little teeny tiny hands. Yeah, Leland had a joke about this girl. He's saw way before me and i know who it is um but how she Say gave him tinnitus or whatever oh by uh, screaming at him no no by uh, the best blowjob ever and he's never wrote a joke about me giving oh, him it tinnitus. made his ears ring <laughs> it made his ear oh it made his ears ring yeah i've never done that but that's fine you know i have no other i don't really have like sex skills i don't mind i'm like a good laugh and i'm like <laughs> a little prettier than him <laughs> well i'm old so like being 42 it's hard like i don't know we i mean i feel like we've kind of plat we've leveled out sex wise i mean i'm still saving myself for marriage yeah but there was a couple months there like when i lost the weight i i had a voracious appetite are you joking about the saving yourself for marriage again no No, we have sex all the time oh yeah she does nasty things in the air family sees it Family. If you were saving, you were just yourself, talking about giving me the greatest blowjob ever. That's not sex. If you ask Bill Clinton, yes. there's it's oral. Sex. I mean, to me, it's sex because sometimes I'm too tired. Oh well, no. I literally was like, I'm gonna get him a flashlight because I live next to one of those like flashlight like sex stores. Do we have one? I'm like, because there's some nights where I'm just like, I can't. It's too much. I'm so I'm hunched over a computer. <laughs> I have a day job, and it's just like, but it's in the industry. It's what I've been wanting to do. You know, I work in. No, no, development. Do- but I'm just like I'm too freaking tired. I don't want to like. But she does it anyway. She's a good woman. <laughs> Until I buy this flashlight. No, but you should get toys. Toys are fun. And then um, when when uh, we used it, you could use it on him, and then that way you don't have to necessarily have sex, but you can give him a hand job, and it feels really good. But it was funny. I had him close, like put a blind blindfold on him because I was like, if you look at me doing this, it looks ridiculous because you're literally like. <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards, I was like, wow, this is the best workout my most. <laughs> have gotten oh yeah because it's like it's like but it slips as well so you gotta grab it grab it grab it grab it grab it yeah i don't think men because you guys but whatever with my little slippy hands i was like it was just and there was like lube flying everywhere and then his friend knocked on the door and he nearly came in because he was staying here and we had told him not to come till five so i don't know what that was about but then we were like no you should go buy one you should buy one why it should be a gift from you I did, so there was once a flashlight in my apartment, and I only know this because a guy, I, like, will sometimes let people for a fee um, stay in my apartment, which you're not supposed to do, so, oops, but um, I, they didn't take out the trash. They didn't take out the trash. They film gay That's another situation. That's my house, I have a housekeeper um, who is he cleans the house for free and a sex worker sex but, scenes um but he'll oh, okay. if we go out of town and he also he's like a vibe so, what was the flashlight doing in the house the flashlight was when a long time ago but it was like in the trash and i just screamed it was like a rat i was like because ah, yeah. i knew it was like a guy who rented my apartment and i'm like oh and i there i live um, right by one of those stores so i was just like like knowing that so energy coming it just fucking in oh trash. i was like get it out get it out wait so a guy you cleans your place for free no, that's a different guy but the guy does and clean then my... he does like he uses your apartment to do shoot he, stuff. he shoot yeah so maybe you'll see he my cha- like... he changes the sheets and stuff yeah like he changes that. the sheets i mean yeah that's like this apartment um, when my boyfriend moved in, his, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but anyway, if I, 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 I'll cut it out if I can, but his uncle 
would let this his friend come and have an affair here and um, that's the vibe yeah. and yeah so but when leland moved in he was like you still gotta let her come have the affair and he was like okay so she he would just come and then he would like really clean the sheets after and his uncle would text and be like she's coming today and so leland would just have to go away for like an hour or two when oh she had an affair. my gosh that's insane yeah. i love that yeah that's let her so... have her affair you know you but don't hear like, enough women having affairs but it's like you know you'd think a hotel right like well you save money if you do it that this way mm-hmm. and it's more on the dl yeah right i guess you're like you can only fuck in that corner <laughs> I think maybe it was just, yeah, maybe it was just to save money than a hotel. Yeah. yeah imagine having a fair paying for a hotel. Plus, you get it's caught. In this city? Forget about it. He said there was shit on the sheets one of the di- one of the times. Oh, Jesus. They were doing wild shit. They were shit. doing. They were doing. So he didn't change ass. the sheets? They. She didn't. He would just change them when he would come home. <gasps> so, yeah. That, like, he needed to be leaving money for that. Like, you need to. Well, I guess the woman was the friend of, but I guess, yeah. yeah. Maybe she had let his uncle do some wild stuff too, so maybe that's why. Okay, that makes maybe more sense. Maybe there was like a, some, but here, you guys should plug yourselves because I've taken All up right. enough of your time and apparently you don't have a podcast, but you're, you should no, have a podcast. we should have one because yeah. we, that's the thing. It's like, if you we should just make, we start, we're making more content. We're making more content. So yeah. when is our podcast going to come out? Whenever you want. Um, can we use Katie's recording studio? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just come over. We'll make ourselves scarce. Just don't shit on the sheets. <laughs> I heard that's a service y'all provide, right? And can we borrow the flashlight? Um, no. I think Sarah's penis is bigger. I'm convinced no, now. It's not. I got a little one. Um, I will be at Cap City, the Red Room, December 8th and 9th. Which I will Friday, be there Saturday. too. Kate Rebards will be featuring for me. She's going to steal the show. But yeah, come out. It's my first weekend headlining. I love that. Ever, yeah. And then listen to On The Gate Podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Me and Gio Perez. And how do you pronounce your last name? Dresher? Dresher, yeah. Derek Dresher. Like the nanny. Like Fran Dresher. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then Kate? Yeah. Bobards? Is it yeah. Bobards? Robards. Robards. Oh my God, I got all confused. Like when Hobards. He, when he said it wrong earlier, then I convinced myself it was because you said B or, or instead of V. So yeah. Robards. Yeah. I just Robards. say I just say Robards because oh, yeah, okay. it's the accent. I was like, okay. Tell so, them what you got going yeah, on, baby. What you got going on? Um, what do I have going on? I'm like New York Comedy Festival. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be in New York Comedy Festival. Um, one of the shows at the stand. November Character 8th. select November eighth. Six, um, six o'clock. Six o'clock. See, what I is that? What is that? That's the day of your show. November eighth at six o'clock. Yeah. Oh my god, babe. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be a really good one. Mm-hmm. And then like. I'll be in Austin with him, and we're gonna line up some other shows in Houston. Yeah, so. amazing. Yeah, oh yeah, fun. you guys should. Uh, I'm I'm a secret group the weekend before, but you should um, talk Hit to them secret up group in Houston. Yeah. Uh, I I use a guy called Ed, and he does like the promotion and stuff, and he takes a ten percent fee or something. I don't know. He takes some sort of fee, but it's like whatever. He just does all. And I've been there. Uh, this is my third time going. And he gets there. people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, oh, and then if you talk to Ian about going on Buy Guys before, the Buy Guys always, every time I go on Buy Guys or Real Ass Podcast before I go out to Houston, mm-hmm. they I'll be like, who's here from Buy Guys or Real Ass? And they're like, what? Really? So yeah, I feel like they've, they're the really big Houston. I would, I'll, I'll send you the guy's name, the Ed guy, because okay. I'm blanking on it. It's like comedy space or something. Um. So yeah, so I'll be there in December. Great. Don't you love Houston? Yeah, I, I mean, I go back. I feel like the audiences are great. Let me know whenever you're there, because I could legit. There's a spot in Beaumont, Texas. 
this is like this could be off the camera but it's they'll they're like it's a huge theater and they're like if you want to do a show you guys can keep the door because they just oh, want programming amazing. and it's about an hour away yeah let me know because i'm trying so. to do more stuff when i go out in december will you send me that okay we'll, mm-hmm. we'll send infos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then um for the patron heads i love you guys and for the listeners um the video is on the patreon so patreon this will be up a week early for you guys i'll put it up tonight and for anybody who wants to sign up to patreon it's forward slash the shift podcast it's really hard there's too many s's in that forward slash the shift podcast and pay what you want because people go on they see oh a hundred dollars i'm not paying and i'm like no that's just all i'm making it's you you pay five to seven i need to change it because uh, <laughs> so many that. people have messaged me going i'm not paying a-. i'm like Ugh. um so yeah it's pay what you want and then uh, rate review all that and uh follow everybody did you guys give your instagrams uh, Derek Drescher. Yeah. Yeah. Kate Robard. Okay, great. Okay. Love you. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you